0: I champagne rugby being played all over the world right now, Letty. Oh yeah! You scored a try. You put your boot on the ball and gave yourself an extra point. And you got yourself into the Rugby World Cup semi-final. And what better way to get ready for the semi-final? into the sausage hut for the 2019 World Cup Rugby Digest. I am rugby. And if we're talking rugby in the sausage hut, we're going to go to our senior rugby correspondent. Kowski. How's it going, Kowski? Kowski in the Howski. Happy semi-finals, not probia, Johnny! It's going great.
1: How are
0: you doing? Doing great. I can't believe the the level of rugby that's playing here. It's there's a certain poetry to well played rugby. You might not get it when you're watching Exeter play Oxford or something like that or anything else. But when you see the couple of the best teams in the world, it's unbelievable. You
1: mean champagne rugby?
0: Champagne rugby.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, we're, things are heating up, so we're finally down. There's only four games left, two semifinals, a final, and a third-place match. So uh, the best is yet to come, but, man, it's uh, it's a little bittersweet to know that uh, it's, it's almost over.
0: Yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> It's been a long. It's been a long tournament. It's taken place in the middle of the night in the galaxy far, far away, from here. But if you were lucky enough to watch some replays this weekend, or you were lucky enough to DVR it, you saw some great rugby in the quarterfinals. Kowski, there was a couple couple yeah, of games um, were closer than the other ones, but
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I feel like I need to apologize here because. I swear, when I recorded all four of these games last weekend, they were labeled as, like, all four of the quarterfinal games. And then when they showed up on my DVR, it was, like, a replay of the Saturday morning game and a replay of the Sunday morning game. So I feel like we missed, like, uh, two of the four games were not really available In the U S is that what you
0: noticed? Yes. I did not get to see new Zealand, Ireland. I had, I had a DVR for everything. I did not get to see, I did not see that game on television. I watched it by other means, but, and then I think Wales, France was supposed to be on, but they ended up showing a replay right then.
1: Yeah, I swear when I recorded those games, they were all individually listed, and then they showed up as fucking replays. So, <laughs> um, all four of those games should be available. Uh, I had a, you know, I have access to some stuff that I could see them, so I watched all four games this year. But or all this weekend, but I was a little disappointed. So um, I'm not sure that everybody else was able to see them, but uh, there was some hot rugby action this
0: weekend. Hot rugby action. The thrill of victory, the agony of defeat all wrapped up into four rugby games. Uh, I think New Zealand looks unbelievable. They look tough. And I can't believe Ireland... Was ranked number one in the world coming into this tournament, almost. Or yeah, right I'm.
1: Uh, you know what? I I was a little surprised to Here, I I wrote some notes down for this weekend, but I managed to spill a little potato vodka <laughs> on my notes here. It's dark, dark night tonight, so I'm gonna power through here. I think I got. I think I got the best of it, but yes. Yeah. you know, I think when we spoke last week, I. I kind of thought that New Zealand was the class of this tournament, and I really wasn't expecting. I kind of expected them to roll over Ireland, but then after the fact, I went and was like reading up predictions, and people were like trying to talk themselves into Ireland being good. And I was like, oh man, this is like basically the same lineup they had when they beat uh, New Zealand in Auckland last year. and I was all kind of fired up. I'm like, oh, this might be a pretty good bet. And then next thing I know I looked it up and it was like seventeen nothing New Zealand and it just it was all downhill from there.
0: Yeah, it was. They it was over. Kinda of like the Monday night game where everybody was thinking, Oh, the Jets upset the Cowboys last week, maybe they can do it to New England and New England just came out and said, No. We're gonna take over really fast and we're gonna start running it up on you right off the bat. The all blacks. Man, yeah. every one of those guys are just shit houses.
1: <laughs> they they are you know, it's kind of funny. I think I went at one point recently I was like looking at the world rankings and over like the past fifteen years it is like all all blacks. And like every once in a while there's like a some other team will pip up on the radar for like a week or two. And then it'll, they'll drop back down, but I mean, it's just crazy how highly they've been ranked over the last fifteen years. And um, you know, it's just like one little thing goes wrong, and maybe they'll drop down for a week or two. But after that, I mean, they they they've looked like the class of the tournament so far.
0: They certainly have forty six to fourteen over the supposedly tough Ireland Irish team. Okay, man, what do you know? Meanwhile, the other big team in town, England, going against the penal colony that they started, Australia. And England came out and showed everybody that they were the boss as well in the quarterfinals, Kowski. Yeah, uh, this was this
1: actually, I think, a little closer than the final score would indicate. It was uh, 40 to 16. But you know, there were fairly uh, some fairly close moments in the second half, and England really just poured it on. And I'm telling you, they—I think they really look good right now. And um, this is going to be the semifinal matchup here with New Zealand, and I'm—I'm I'm, uh, I'm thinking this is going to be a pretty good matchup. Uh, Owen Farrell was eight for eight on his kicks, and there were some tough ones in there too. Not. Uh, not easy ones, and they just rolled over Australia in the second half.
0: Would you be willing to say that this will be the de facto final, semifinal?
1: I, I definitely would, yes. I think these are the, the two best teams in the world right now, and they're going to be playing Saturday morning. So I think, you know, I've, I've been trying to talk people into watching games over the last couple weeks. But if I were to suggest one game to watch for the cold tournament, I think the England-New Zealand semifinal is uh, is probably the two best teams in the world as far as I'm concerned.
0: And, hey, why not just stay up all night because kickoff's at 4 a.m. on Saturday. (laughs) Why not? I
1: mean, that's my plan. I mean, what else do I have to do?
0: Don't try to take a nap or you just won't, man. You you can't get up at 4 a.m. You can only stay up till 4 a.m. on Saturday.
1: Hey, I just – and I got to give props here to the Australia coach because he – you know, there's kind of been some speculation here about uh, whether or not he'll continue on or whatever. And he kind of basically said – he's like, well, if if this doesn't turn out well, I'm done. And it didn't turn out well. And his post-game press conference was kind of interrupting. and he basically just was like, "I'm done." So, uh, the props to him—he he, he kind of—he's a man of his word. He didn't like how things went, and he stepped down. So,
0: nothing like a knee-jerk reaction, right there.
1: <laughs> well, I—I <laughs> I think uh, I think it's. You know, it's been long
0: speculated, but um, kudos to him. Yeah. Uh, best of luck in your future endeavors, mate. <laughs> Do they, I mean, they, Australia so just has to go back to the drawing board, don't they? They're nowhere near what they used to be. They Okay, they made it to the quarterfinals, but everybody expected them to make, to make it to the quarterfinals, and they didn't win.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, on, on any given year, if they don't make it, past the first round. That's a disappointment for them. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't call things quite as close as I used to, but I would like to think that uh, they're they are always uh, a year or two away from from fielding a great team, so I would like to think that they can get a new coach in there, and they, they'll be... Uh, I'm sure they'll be returning to a top tier before we know it.
0: I wonder if they lose athletes to a uh, footy. I wonder if rugby players, you know, if not everybody plays rugby, like they play footy, Australian rules football.
1: Yeah. Like we, like in America, like we lose people to like soccer and football. Yeah. Not, well, I don't know if we lose anybody to soccer, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> so who's your, who's your boy from, uh, from
0: footy, a uh, buddy, buddy, not buddy Rogers,
1: buddy, buddy, franklin. Buddy
0: franklin. Yeah. Buddy franklin.
1: <laughs> is he still, is he still uh, a premier player
0: even, I believe, yeah, well, they, Sydney, the Sydney Swans had a bad year, and they did not make the playoffs. I don't think they were not around.
1: Oh, was he? uh Was he having like uh, personal personal? I don't years? know. Was I don't. The- I don't
0: think he had any me- mental health issues going into these these playoffs. But it looks like uh, he might have I- had surgery here. Anyway, yeah, I wonder what position he would have played if he was a rugby. Yeah, and he probably. Would, I don't <laughs> know if he would have been that good of a rugby player. I mean, those guys. I don't know. He's kind of big, though. Gotcha. Is he a good tackler, or is he
1: better with ball in hand?
0: He's a scorer. He's a scorer, so he has to get, he has to grab that ball out of the air to get a mac, and then he gets <laughs> gets a mac and then kicks it. And then he's really good at kicking. So you you want to get that set? You go up gotcha. and you got to fight off the guy to get the mac inside the fifty yard line. <laughs> And then, then you get a basically a free kick, or okay. you know, sometimes they'll just put one up from the from a dead sprint too. It's kind of crazy. Anyway, we're not here to talk about footy, Kowski. We're here to talk about rugby, and we're in the semifinals, coming off of a, a couple of more quarterfinals. Hey, are we are we done with Australia, England?
1: I think we are. Uh, where do you want to move next? Let's go to the
0: the brave. The brave home team putting on a great... The
1: brave
0: brave flower boys from Japan. They came out. Everybody thought they were going to, you know, hey, they gave it their best shot. They fought to the end. They
1: really did, and this this game was close at the half. I forget the exact score, but I want to say it was maybe like five to three or something at halftime. And, um, you know, Japan really helped hung on as long as they could, and then South Africa just kind of ran away with it in the half, second half, which is kind of what I expected. But, um, you know, it was fun while it lasted. Uh, I think South Africa is really starting to kind of round into their top form, but um, I, I'm kind of hoping that this little this this run that uh, Japan had will – lead to uh, a little bit more of a, an expansion here in the Asian market. So um, I'm hoping that some of the Asian teams kind of start to bring bring their A game, step it up a little bit, as Japan has, because uh, I think it's just kind of good for the game if we can get more countries to uh, get get to a premier level here. So that's kind of my hope here, but Japan has been a great host. And, um, it's been a lot of fun and I'm, I'm sure that their fans here will still be having a great time here the last couple of weeks wind down.
0: Yeah, I hope so. Are the final semifinals in the same spot? Do you know, you know where they're at?
1: Um, you know, I don't remember there. I don't think they are. I think they're two different fields. Um, and I was even looking, and I, I feel like the um, final was kind of in a weird place. And, and it was like one of those stadiums that has a big-ass track running around it. And I was like, really? That's where you're having the final? Like, if I was in the front row, I'd be pissed. <laughs> like, oh, I got a front-row seat to look at uh, 40 yards of sideline and next to the pitch. But... Um, I'd have to double check that, but I don't think they're at the same place.
0: Fair enough. I'm trying to look it up here oh. really quick. The... I've, got, I've got the full schedule uh, posted, it, uh, posted on my
1: wall in my cubicle. but um, Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that handy
0: right now. So they're playing one place in Japan, Kowski, and otherwise... There'll be more games, but we got one more quarterfinal to go, and that Uh, was
1: France Wales. I got to say, this was definitely the game of the weekend, and you know, kind of coming into last week, I I thought this was the kind of the most even matchup. Although it wasn't necessarily the most intriguing, just because of the the teams didn't really like stand out, but. Uh, This definitely turned out to be the best game of the weekend.
0: Were they the most evenly matched teams, or is that just how it worked out?
1: Um, I think Wales was ranked like two.
0: Hello? Can you hear me, Kowski? If not, I can't hear you. Did you mute me by chance? Hold on. Oh, there you are you put me on mute
1: um i don't think i did
0: oh okay well i couldn't can hear you, hear you there for. A l- i can hear you now yeah
1: okay uh yeah i don't i don't know what happened
0: okay never mind wales um, and france
1: so yeah i mean coming into this weekend i thought these were this would probably kind of be two of the evenly matched teams wales was ranked number two but i know they they lost one or two of their key players and they played each other really close in the European Championship in the spring. So I kind of expected this to be a close game and it it was definitely the best game of the weekend.
0: And Wales, isn't Wales kind of like New England saying they're going to be in a different team for international? (laughs) I mean, you know, the, the state, the area of New England, not like Patriots, but Wales, I mean, they're really part of Great Britain, right? But got <laughs> yeah, to play well, their own I mean, sports. Kind of,
1: um. Yeah, I think kind of it, it is kind of weird the way they break these out because whenever you get to the Olympics, it's all just like uh, the United Kingdom. But then here, when you get into these sports, you get into Scotland, Wales, Ireland. But I think even like Ireland's rugby team is ireland and northern ireland so which Hmm. you know northern ireland is technically part of the uk but their rugby team plays with ireland so Hmm. i don't know exactly how they break all this stuff apart but (laughs) it's kind of interesting i guess
0: it's very deep rooted very deep rooted boundaries and it's very silly at the same time but wales surprisingly coming out on top so
1: yeah, well, this was a really good game. France stormed out to like a twelve nothing lead, like in the first eight minutes of the game, and uh, it just looked like trouble from Wales from the you know from the start. And then uh, Aaron Wainwright had a nice scoop and score, uh, and he was kind of the story of this game. Really, he uh, had a nice long 40, 50 meter try. Scooped it up and, and he just kind of ran for the ran for the score and nobody could catch him. But um, you know, kind of the one thing I pointed out last week was uh, Maxine Madra's uh, sweet chops on his face. Yeah. And uh, Aaron Wainwright. So you know, Wales goes on to win this game. So we have no more Maxine, but Aaron Wainwright has a pretty sweet molesta. And he usually wears the uh, tape around his ears, so his hair is kind of flopping over. And uh, this dude, I guess he was only, like, he was playing soccer up until a few years ago and kind of made the conversion to rugby at, like, a late age. And uh, he was definitely the star of the game. He's a big, he plays flanker, so those dudes just go out and make a lot of tackles, and they're just kind of, in the action nonstop but um so he had a he had a big scoop and score to score uh get him back in the game like maybe 12 or 15 minutes in but uh did you happen to see the uh the red card from this game
0: the big elbow off the top rope is that what you're talking about
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Your are
0: Aaron Wainwright <laughs> took one right in the throat.
1: Oh, dude, he did, man. He took one right to the chin. And um, Wales, was, uh, Wales was down 19-10 to with about a half an hour left in this match. And this dude from uh, France gave him the old uh, Zim Zidane <laughs> dumb red card and there was just kind of like this big tie-up with everybody involved, and the guy reached over and just gave him an elbow to the face. Sebastian (laughs)
0: Vahama That was the dude's name.
1: Sebastian Vahama Right. And he just ripped him right in the jaw. And, you know, I'm kind of glad they, you know, I feel like in the past people used to get away with a lot of dumb stuff. And now kind of with the uh, all the cameras involved, I mean, there was just a little bit of a tie-up. And the guy just kind of broke free for a split second and brought his arm around. It just drilled him right in the face. And there was a half an hour. There was 30-plus minutes left in the match. And he got sent off while they were up nine points. And they had to play down a man the rest of the game. And... I mean that was just the dumbest thing he could have done at that point. So, uh, basically, Wales had to play, uh, got to play up fifteen to fourteen the rest of the way. They scored a, they scored a late try with about six or seven minutes left, I think. Made the conversion to go up twenty-one nineteen and held on to win.
0: <laughs> that serves you right you cheap shot and jerk it was, off. I mean
1: it was just so dumb like I, I mean I played with guys that just do dumb stuff like that all the time yeah and he lost self-control just,
0: for a couple seconds
1: it made no sense at that point in the game they they were well in control and then he just he put his, he put his team into a corner so I kind of had to laugh but did you see did you see the controversy with the referee over the last day or two?
0: Was it about the the forward pass thing or something different?
1: No, something different. So basically the I don't know, people in France were calling for an investigation into this referee like, saying he was biased or whatever, but I guess basically after the match, he was he was out of the bar, and of first of the, like, the Welsh fans recognized him, so they started taking pictures with the referee, and, like, everybody was doing, like, fake elbows and whatever with this, like, Welsh referee, so... There's a bunch of pictures with this referee of people throwing elbows and him laughing and whatever. And so apparently, like, friends, people were trying to think he was, like, biased or whatever. And I was like, dude, the guy drilled the other guy right in the face with an elbow. And so all these Welsh fans saw him at the bar and started taking pictures and doing fake elbows and whatever, and... I don't know, somehow that led to this like controversy where the referee was like, Oh, he shouldn't be doing that with fans or whatever. I just gotta say, man, I thought that was pretty hilarious <laughs> that the referee was taking pictures elbowing people. <sighs>
0: uh good times. All bets are off. Everybody's been in Japan for a month they're going crazy one way or another.
1: Yeah. I mean, who cares? It's not like it was a controversial call. The like, guy drilled him right in the face with an yeah. elbow. So I mean, it was a pretty clear cut red card. So anyway,
0: like he thought he was going to get away with it, and f- with uh, millions of eyes upon him, <laughs> and HD yeah. cameras.
1: It was just—it was straight up dumb. If anyone wants to get upset, they should get upset. Again, He's like, "I'm so.
0: sick of being in Japan. I want to go home." Here you go, laddie. <laughs>
1: So, anywho, that sets up an epic, as we kind of discussed a little bit ago, that sets up an epic England-New Zealand uh, semi-final and a South Africa-Wales final. That nobody cares
0: about. um, That's your your Houston Astros versus the Washington Nationals.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I think... um, I really do think England and New Zealand are probably the two best teams in the world right now. Um, I, I think Wales deserve to be ranked pretty high, but they really haven't been playing their best game. And South Africa is ranked maybe a little lower, but I think they're kind of coming into their own. So it wouldn't surprise me to see South Africa get through Wales right here and potentially get a rematch with New Zealand or uh, just a match against England, but um, these are a couple good matchups, I think,
0: this weekend. Yeah. If you were ever to start watching rugby, I think we said this last week, but now, if you're really ever starting to watch rugby, watch these two games. At least watch the New Zealand game. Yeah, the England-New Zealand game, and yeah, and England-New, New Zealand game
1: just, England-New Zealand is is I think definitely going to be the best game, uh, definitely so far and, and potentially for the whole tournament. But um, those two teams are really rounding in the form. Um, Wales has kind of, you know kind of hung on against uh, a decent but not great France team, and they kind of needed that that red card to pull it off. Uh, South Africa I think looks really good. They've kind of got a young team, and I think maybe they're just kind of peaking at the right time. So um, I, I think we're going to have some uh, some good matches this weekend.
0: England, New Zealand, Wales, South Africa. It's a, it's almost like the Olympics. Like you're not going to see. Rugby for a while. Actually, well, you're going to see club rugby if you watch NBC Sports, and that's a whole different ball game. Actually, it's not a whole different ball game, but it's a bunch of different teams with some of the internationals on each ta- team. And Kowski, after this, we get everybody's favorite tournament thing—the third place match. <laughs> Everybody likes watching <laughs> the losers be. of the semifinals. <laughs>
1: that could be epic. Yeah hope you guys like getting out and playing Saturday morning.
0: <laughs> oh, you want to go home? No, you got to stay for another week. Friday at 5 a.m. will be your third place match. I hope next you guys
1: week. like the Japanese brothels.
0: <laughs> All right, Kowski, I've had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun watching the quarterfinals. That was a lot of fun. And,
1: um... Well, yeah, I'm a, I uh, apologize once again. I, I swore all four games were going to be on this weekend, but I'm I'm betting for sure here that both of these games uh, are going to be on this weekend, Saturday morning, Sunday morning uh, on NBC Sports Network, or maybe later in the day, or maybe both. i got to check my DVR again. But um, I'm excited. I can't wait.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, semifinals at four a.m., and then you got English or European soccer starting at seven a.m., and then that goes to take you all the way to noon kickoffs, and then right on through until about eleven o'clock when you start losing track of time.
1: <laughs> yeah, who did you uh, who did you pick in your uh, in your bracket?
0: Uh, for the finals, I've got I've got Wales England in an upset. Okay. No, I don't. Right. I got freaking New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand's going to – I don't see. Okay, England played a good game. But it's funny how rugby can get out of hand real fast.
1: It uh, really is. Like, once those, those games can can be really close for a while, and then once the wheels come off, the wheels come off, and people start taking chances. And then, yeah, it, it really it, – it's crazy. It happened to the U.S. a lot this year. Where they just kept some games close, and then you look at the final score, and you're like, man, they got their ass kicked. But um, I, I don't know. I think uh, I think I think England definitely has a chance. I think New Zealand is definitely the better team, but um, England can definitely hang with them. I think so. I, I'm kind of excited to see how things turn out.
0: All right, well, we'll see you there, we'll call it right there, and hopefully, Kowski, we can get together one more time and talk about the finals. We'll see what happens this weekend. We'll see if you survive and make it through another week, and thanks for coming on, our senior rugby correspondent for the 2019 Rugby World Cup for the Sausage Hut Sports Network. Kowski, we'll see you later, buddy. That's
1: Robbie and Danny. <laughs>
0: Alright.